Welcome to On The Couch Podcast, where you'll be on the couch with Mercedes. I am a marriage and family therapist associate. I'm Takesha. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapy associate. And I am Brittany. I am a licensed professional counselor intern. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about all things life, ranging from mental health to self-accountability. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional, but it is meant to serve as a platform where you can get dope content, no copay, be inspired to work on yourself and expand your perspective on diverse and uncomfortable issues. Now, let's get on the couch. Hello, everybody. Welcome to session four. Self-love slash self-care is fuck. Keeping your peace. Absolutely. So what you got? Um, so self-love. Self-love is defined as the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Self-care has been defined as the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. Mm-hmm. So to me, self-care and self-love can be used interchangeably. Self-love is kind of the emotion. Self-care is kind of the action to okay. soothe that emotion. Okay. To a to a certain extent. Okay. But you know, and so it said that self-care got a bad rep. Um, or even self-care because people tune the, t- tend to think that somebody is selfish because they wanna care about themselves. <laughs> you know, take time for themselves. Me yeah. time. Yeah. Me time is sometimes shame. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I say that one of the most people affected by that is probably mothers. Yes, and yes. how we constantly think that the mother is the only caretaker in the house sometimes. And any time that they kind of want to step out or even, you know, God forbid, a vacation for a mom away from their kids. It's like, mm, you want to spend that much time away from your kids? Well, why not? Right. You know, they they deserve that time just as well as anybody else. Um, and sometimes we we don't want to let them have it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so self-love to me is loving yourself. And a lot of times people don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. I would be one of the first to say that I probably didn't know what they look like for a long time. Probably until my... Probably to about 25 that I started the actions of trying to figure out what self-love was. Mm -hmm. And so some of the ways that we might not have self-love would be in the things we do like kind of a form of self-respect. Yeah. Right? So we're doing things that we really don't feel comfortable doing. We say things to ourselves that aren't nice we mm-hmm. we're not inserting those boundaries that we we're just talking we're not about. having boundaries um that's not showing yourself that you love yourself right right so what are some things that you guys do because it's kind of nowadays they're saying you know just taking a bubble bath and just having that cake is not self-love or self-care mm-hmm. so what are some ways that we feel like we can really Mercedes, you just said that you kind of learned what self-love was. Mm -hmm. So what are, like, a couple changes that you've noticed? Acceptance. Mm -hmm. Of? My flaws. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if I don't don't like something about myself, then I need to go sit with myself and figure out, do I not like this about myself because I don't Mm -hmm. actually like this about myself? Or because society has... (sighs) Deem this piece of me as unnormal. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 
That's deep. That is one of the biggest things also. I know I keep saying what's the biggest thing, but I yes. love them really big. <laughs> you know, you know, personally, you know, my struggle with this. So, but so many times I see people that come into therapy and they, so many reasons that they feel bad about themselves or things that they don't like about themselves aren't really things that they discovered that they don't like. Exactly. (laughs) They're things that the world has told them that they don't like about them. Now, if you come to the conclusion and you feel like, you know, maybe you could take better care of your skin or you want to change your weight, fine, that's something that you came up with. But more more often than not, it's because so-and-so said this or I noticed this in a magazine. Mm -hmm. Something from society Mm -hmm. gave you this belief. And we internalize those views and impose it on our lives. Because society Mm -hmm. profits off Mm self-doubt and low Mm -hmm. Mm self-esteem. So when you know, when you become aware that you live in a world like that, I'm not saying that the world is all bad, but when you become aware that you live in a world that profits off you not liking you, you really got to dig deep and do the work to like yourself. Absolutely. And it's a really big challenge because, like so many things, we're just conditioned to pay attention to what others think about us and what others believe about us. And again, we don't take ourselves into account. So we don't know what we like or don't like about ourselves. Yeah. So many times we might, my niece, oh, God forbid, my little baby, she hated her hair. It was natural. It was big. I had another niece whose hair was different. The texture was a little less coarse and the curls were a little looser and she just did not want this hair for the longest just because her little cousin's hair is the hair that she's seen everywhere mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. another reason why we talk about representation matters because it does because this is all she was seeing and she didn't have it so she felt away mm-hmm. now thankfully you know she is beginning to learn to love herself she's growing up That's a little good. bit she didn't get perms anymore she loves her natural hair mm-hmm. That's good. Granny threatened to give her a perm if she didn't act right. So she's like, TT, you know, I got to act right now. <laughs> so, oh, you don't want to get a perm. Right. And she's just loving it. And she just loves for it to be big That's and good. use her curl. And so even her, she had to work through something and really mm-hmm. say, you know why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why am I liking this? Mm-hmm. Oh, because other people. But no, she she don't she don't care. Don't nobody else hair have to be like hers in the right. whole building. And she's okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm glad y'all both spoke on to like, society and viewing different things like even in middle school like I was teased for my dark skin mm-hmm. and for a while I was like and I was an athlete so I was always in the summer every summer I got darker and darker because mm-hmm. the sun in Atlanta is ridiculous mm-hmm. and every time school will start back from the summer it's like damn bridge you don't got darker mm-hmm. and like that sat for me for a little while until I went to Prairie View and I went to H- HBCU and it was so many different colors even though I grew up in a predominantly black area but even in high school, I was still teased for my dark skin mm-hmm. until I got to college. And I was like, oh, there are people who really love themselves mm-hmm. for being themselves. And that's when I began to say, you know what, girl? Walk with your head up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Walk straight. Fix your crown real quick. Fix it, girl. You know? I got you. It's yeah. Okay. One thing that I really try to enforce with people <clears throat> is, one, like you said, be aware of your surroundings. Well, why are you wanting this change? Why are you disappointed with this part of yourself that... Mm-hmm. That you got from somebody else. Mm. And so my thing, especially for my younger kiddos, is you're trying to change this part of you to please somebody in this outside world. Yeah. What's going to happen the next time they're unpleased? And the next time they're unpleased? And before you notice, 
you spending your whole life trying to fix yourself for other people, for other people who yeah. will never be pleased mm-hmm. yeah. for one thing or another. So then I'm just like, okay, that's fine. But then what are you doing for yourself? Because you ain't even got no time for yourself Yeah. because you're too busy trying to structure yourself to fit into this mold they want for you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-care, um, like I said, it's the action, you know, the action part that, you know, makes you love yourself. And so... A big piece of self-love for me is being mindful of my nutrition. I know a lot of people don't agree, but I do take value in eating like I give a damn about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't always been like that, but that is a big form of self-love and self-care for me. Mm-hmm. But I really did have to make sure that I was doing it for myself and not because somebody else said so, but just looking at the mm-hmm. facts and just seeing how different foods were making me feel. Mm-hmm. But that's my own personal self-love self-care kind of duo thing right there yeah for sure yeah yeah i had to define self-care for myself too i was listening to a podcast i can't remember the name of it but it was last year and the topic was obviously self-care and they were like so how did you actually define what that meant for you and she was like you know i really thought my form of self-care was just buying myself a pair of shoes every other week just because that just felt good Mm -hmm. and then she had to say okay buying myself is buying stuff for myself is fine but like what else can i do to kind of balance myself spiritually yeah like for me it's literally a matter of sometimes just sitting in a bathtub and just really relaxing separating myself from my phone my computer and just really just in a sense i'm meditating i'm not actually like doing 50 deep breaths just to calm myself down Mm -hmm. but just being in my space by myself just feels peaceful for me and i love socializing that's my form of self-care too because i like being with other people when the energy is positive but that's something that you learned right. about yourself mm-hmm. that is good for you. You took note of it. Mm-hmm. You noticed that, you know, this isn't something that's being pushed on me. I thought about it. This is actually something I enjoy. It makes me feel good. Right. Yeah. You're doing it for you. And that's the most important part about mm-hmm. self-care. Mm-hmm. Who are you doing it for? Right. You know, and even that goes into like the boundaries part because there are days where I don't even feel like talking. You know, mm-hmm. I talk to people every day for my job. Ooh, and the wee. very least I can get is a few times, few minutes to myself. Mm-hmm. Even though I live by myself, I talk to my mom pretty often. And there are some days she wants to talk to me. I'm like, you know what, Ma? I'm really not feeling it today. Well, because we're therapists and we talk for a living. Right. So that's a big piece of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to so. tell. Yes, yeah, I have to because I can't be no service to myself if I'm not really okay <laughs> internally, honestly. So uh, another piece of self-care that I think I have kind of made my own meaning to after talking to somebody who asked me what self-care meant to me. Um, But self-care to me is also holding yourself accountable to chasing your dreams and your goals. That's also a big piece of self-care to me. Um, Because you find yourself in a position that you don't want to be in and then you're you're stressed. Mm -hmm. You're stressed. So being able to follow up on goals that you set for yourself to me is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. I agree. And another one of mine is the self-awareness part mm-hmm. about myself. It's a really big form of self-care for me because I know that if I'm not thinking about it, then I'll easily overlook it. Yes. And I'll kind of keep going and then I really won't set the boundaries because I'm not even aware of my own emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of what's going on. And so a form of self-care for me is really checking in with myself on what I need in whatever moment it is. Whether that be, oh, I need to reach out to my family today. I mean, to make some FaceTime calls or whether that be maybe I'll color 
Maybe I need to do an action. Maybe I'll paint. Maybe I need to go to the gym. Whatever it, whatever it might be, be aware of what you need, whether you need to get your mind off of it. Maybe right. go for a run. You need to do something fun or you need to laugh and hang out with your friends. Right. That's, a, that's one of the most important parts for me because if not, I'll easily ignore it and I'll watch Netflix and I'll go to sleep and I'll go to work and that'll be it. Right. Because there's like six different aspects of us according to science. The physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, and professional. So something that I think I have been ignoring is the professional piece of self-care. And that is taking a lunch break. Mm-hmm. Or taking a minute from the eight-hour workday to yourself to deep to mm-hmm. debrief for a second. Because work can get stressful. Oh, yeah. And so many of us, especially in community mental health, or even other jobs, like in life in general, we're always on the go. Guys, there's always going to be something that needs to be done. Always. Definitely. Somebody told me at my last job, they said, baby, why are you rushing? Because when they see me walking, I'm just walking fast. Mm-hmm. I'm grabbing my things. I'm walking down the hallway. And they're like, you can slow down. Right. Take what, breathe. Whatever needs to be done, we'll get done. You'll get to it when you get to it. You don't get a prize for being out of breath or... Or rushing yourself or not breathing. Um, right. They said, take your time. What's going to be there is going to be there. And that's true. And I noticed that when I slowed down, I still got the same amount done. Right. But I didn't feel rushed. I didn't feel anxious. Right. So a physical piece of self-care would be taking a walk, bubble baths, eating healthy, exercise, psychological, self-reflection. And that's also spiritual Take time to reflect mm-hmm. over yourself. Journal, you know. Journaling can be so helpful. Sometimes we take it for granted. We're like, whatever, I don't want to write that down. You'd be surprised how much you, how much of that self-awareness will come out through journaling. Yes. Because even you prompt those different things, those different thoughts through journaling that you maybe wouldn't have said out loud or that you wouldn't have thought about if you hadn't been processing it through writing it down. So that's the important part. What else? So the emotional piece of self-care would be affirmations. Oh, I love affirmations. Self-love and self-compassion. It's very important to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself because you will speak to yourself more than anybody else will speak to you. Mm. And kind of what you put out there is kind of, it's going to reflect how you feel about the day. It's going to reflect how you feel like other people feel about you if you don't feel good about yourself you're not going to listen to somebody say how beautiful you are yes. and how much they love you because you you don't feel good about yourself you're not going to take their messages right. this is true that is really one of the ways that i began to work on self-love within myself yes. is through affirmations affirmations are important we we can blame ourselves we can find all of us because we all make mistakes none of us are perfect we can always find the shit that we do wrong yeah. Right? We can always pinpoint the way that we fucked up throughout the day. Because it's just really easy to go to those things. Right. Yeah. However, I chose when I was in college to start looking at myself in the mirror every morning. Saying, you know what? You're not a bad person. You know, you're a good person. You got a good heart. You know, and saying some other positive affirmations. But saying them about myself. That way, I don't, I don't need those messages from other people. Let me try to reinforce and believe good things about myself because all I have been saying to myself were the bad things. And that's not fair to yourself to tell yourself all the bad things that you're doing because you got good, we all got it. Right. 
Good people have bad traits. Bad people have some good traits. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Self-destruction is real. Every day I wake up and I feel like it's a battle between me and the self-destructive side of myself. Mm. And sometimes... Like your job? Anything. <laughs> anything is self-destructive. I mean, if you get a little bit of progress in something, it's easy to, like, you know, take it easy. But, you know, you got to remember... The work you put in, that's mm-hmm. self-care to me. Yeah. Maintaining that progress that you have, mm-hmm. that you've established. And we all need that validation, too. Sometimes we're not able to, like, really, truly give it to ourselves. But, see, that's that's the hardest. That's the emotional piece of self-care, being kind to, being kind to right. me. Looking in the mirror and telling me that it's okay if I make a mistake mm-hmm. as long as I learn from it. Right. That's self-care. That's self-love. Right. Mm-hmm. Like... I mean, I kind of look in the mirror and I start pumping myself a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But then when we were at a workout the other day and, and the trainer was like, yo, I, I feel like you done slimmed down a little bit. I ain't think so. But he told me that and that shit kind of made me feel good for the rest of the day. I'm like, well, I did kind of eat canes the other day. But I mean, if you see that I done lost a little weight, that's perfectly <laughs> so, so fine. You just ate canes while I'm right. so Maybe it's canes. Right. You know what? Like, thank you. Thank you. Right. It's the canes. But I mean, <laughs> And it, it, it's very important to give our love to ourselves as well, but it is very reassuring when somebody gives it back to you. Right. So don't assume that the people around you know that you right. love them and they know that you support them every now and then because you want to hear it too. Absolutely. Be that person. Get it going. Let them know, hey, you look nice today or hey, yeah. I noticed that you tried really hard on that. Um, I, I appreciate you for going the extra mile because people don't, we assume that. Our friends and our family members, like, they got to be there and they got to do shit. They don't. Right. Right. Acknowledge. Just acknowledge it. That don't take nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I practice self-love and practice self-care, I'm definitely able to, I like to call it, give people their flowers while they're alive. Mm -hmm. That is very important to me. So, Mm -hmm. people who know me should know that that's important to me because I definitely say I love you a lot. And I do believe telling people how much I appreciate them. That's a form of self-care to me. Mm-hmm. Letting people know that they're appreciated. Letting mm-hmm. people know how they inspire me, how they challenge me. Um, that's definitely a big personal aspect of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning who you are, mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. Write down a list. That's one takeaway. If you could just write down a list of things that make you happy. What are some things that make you happy? Mm-hmm. You know, Make half of the list things that you do with other people and make the other half things that you can do by yourself that make you happy, that just make you feel joy. Mm-hmm. It can be small. It can be big. You guys don't have to take a trip across the world just to feel happy. That's what we call conditional happiness. Right. That's what we get in the habit of, well, when I get that job, then I'll be happy. Yes. When I take that trip across the world, then I'll be happy. Yeah, you can be happy when you do that, but you're waiting a whole year in the process. Yes. What happies are you experiencing in the meantime? Yeah. Right? Go. Somebody told me, one of my kiddos, if you stand with one leg, one leg in yesterday and one leg in tomorrow, you end up pissing on today. Mm. Y'all, this was one of my teens. It was funny <laughs> as hell. I tried not to laugh too hard in the session. But that's so real, though. But it is real. Like, we have small happies, so... So take some time and think about, you know, what made me crack a, what made me crack a smile? What yeah. made me really laugh? Right. Um, shit. Sometimes I read a book or watch a TV show and I just be in, by myself, y'all just be laughing. Mm-hmm. It's so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be talking to myself and I'll be making myself laugh. Like, that, yeah. That's a form of self. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot mm-hmm. believe they just. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this TV show. But, but they're all personal. You 
let's not depend on other people to ask us to do things or right. or have these other engagements to experience your happiness. Yeah. What yes. things can you do? And they don't all have to cost money, y'all. They mm-hmm. don't. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about another. The one that I left last was the physical piece of self care. Mm. Because a lot of times I know coming from our type of communities, we will have these medical conditions that we don't take serious. Mm. Asthma, diabetes, or even, you know, mental illness. So prioritizing those medications and those nutrition lifestyles that we sometimes have to switch to because of a medical condition is also a form of Mm self-care. Go to the doctor. Right. Exercise, eat healthy, drink water, you know. Mm -hmm. Those things are very important. Mm -hmm. Overall, just self-investment. You know, because even with me going through my journey of working out, like I know when I eat something bad, I feel bad after I do it because that's not a part of my goal. You know, obviously, sometimes we may deviate because we're human, you know, we fuck up or we may trip up on something. But I think as we've all stated, like this, this is very, very important for just overall wellness in every aspect of your life. You know, definitely life balance. Absolutely. So I'm going to end this session go ahead Takesha no I just wanted to hit on the point of be careful how you speak to yourself Mm. I know we hit on it a little bit but really be careful guys because so many times we do something small and we just say damn I'm so stupid or that was so stupid or you know we really we think it's not a big deal or even when we're talking to our friends you so stupid Mm, nobody really what if this person already might feel like they're not that smart or or that they're, you know, it's just not nice. Be careful with talking to yourself because you learn, your brain takes that into account. Your brain doesn't know that you're just talking some shit or that you're just playing. Right. Because that's the message that they keep hearing. Those thoughts are definitely pretty much driven by what you really believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they end up across situations. You tell yourself that you're not shit because... You forgot to do the laundry. Then next thing you know, you ain't shit because you forgot to do something at work. Then next thing you know, you're not shit because you didn't call your mom. And you just, across life, Mm -hmm. now think that you ain't shit because this is what you keep telling yourself. And and that's not okay because you are shit. Right. We all are. We might fuck up. Yes. That's another form of self-care, though. Giving yourself room to make mistakes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We we can't be perfect out here, especially at the ages we're at, for sure. Trying to get that career, Mm -hmm. trying to get to that next level. Everybody out here trying to just, you know, be the best they can be. Right. But give yourself time to relax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To breathe. And be okay with your strengths and weaknesses. Right. I recently know your strengths and weaknesses. Know your strengths and weaknesses (laughs) and then be okay with them. Grow them where you can. Yeah. Other times, you know, accept it and and it's okay. Mm -hmm. I recently began to let people know, like, hey, I recognize. At paperwork at work, right? I love seeing my clients. I love doing therapy. They talk about paperwork. Oh, you put the wrong location in. Or, oh, you put it was on the telephone when it was in. Hey. I recognize <laughs> my flaws and my ways. <laughs> that my paperwork needs to be correct. Okay, I get it. However, I know that that's a weakness of mine. That is something that I can, you know, challenge mm-hmm. and work on. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk bad to myself just because I have a weakness in this area. Right. This doesn't mean that I'm a horrible therapist or a horrible person just because I struggle in this area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So as a new therapist, I definitely know that one of the things, or anybody in the helping field or the helping professional helping profession when we are treating people and we're working with these people and then they have a relapse or they go into the hospital or something don't work out we cannot take that personal 
that it was our fault that that happened or that we didn't do enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that that's that, that became very important to me as a therapist because being a therapist can be a burnout. Although I definitely enjoy it, mm-hmm. I definitely have to find within myself to say, "Hey, you did all you can." Exactly. And to think, but then that goes back to me saying that therapy can't fix people. Right. Um, so that's a little bit off subject, Being but that's my form of self care. Yeah, yeah, realistically mm-hmm. speaking, as a mm-hmm. therapist, I know that everything won't go perfect with those people that Absolutely. I help. Absolutely, yeah. But yes, so I'm going to read a quote. Okay. By Audrey Lord, I have come to believe that caring for myself is not self indulgent. Caring for myself is an act of survival. Mm. Love it. So yes, it's necessary. Absolutely. It is essential to practice self care. Yes. Something small does not have to be big. Correct. All right. Thanks for joining us today, guys, for session four. See you next time. Bye.